0: Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. My name is Oyebanji J. Kings, so and you can call me DJ of Fresh. We're live on CTD Among Blacks. And on this lovely day, shout out to all our fans, followers, people that subscribe on our YouTube. I want to do a quick shout out, and, you know, it's been a wonderful journey almost like three months now, and we already have like a 1,000 followers, and I hope you still have more than that. And without no wasting our time on this lovely day, we're going to be doing another episode about language connection, And I have with me... My wonderful friend, sister from back home, her name is Joy, and she's been wonderful. I want to say I appreciate her coming down, because I know out of no time, for you that might be listening, Today is Monday, and you know what it is, in Monday in America, people don't joke with their time, so it's a privilege we're having her on our podcast today, and we'll be doing the audio version, and for you listening, I promise you one thing you're going to learn, and you'll be more aware of some things you know or you don't know about we Africans, especially Nigerians, United States, so... Joy, would you like to say hi to our audience? Hi, everyone. Um,
1: it's a pleasure to be here this evening.
0: Thank you, thank you, thank you very much for that. I really, really appreciate that. And for you listening, um, you can check us on YouTube on all platforms. The platform is still CTD Among Blacks, and our website is www.ctdamongblacks. And if you have any suggestion or any questions or any reviews or anything you would like to, maybe you want to sponsor with us, you could always reach us. At CTD Among Black at gmail.com. Um why not wasting our time? Uh, Joy, I'm gonna be asking you a couple of questions uh, just to hear your own views and how you say things. And the first question is gonna say, um, it, it's go like this. How has the experience living in America affected your connection to your native Nigerian language? Um,
1: okay, so this is individualized, so I'm yes. talking based on my experience. Yes. Um let me start by saying i only speak english um, wow <laughs> yes For real? yes um so I, I guess i can't really relate to that in that specific mm. sense but i don't want to call it like a regret but it's something i always wish that i was able to speak my language but unfortunately i don't um I don't know if I was back home if it would have made a difference. Maybe not, but...
0: Um. How does it feel when you come across somebody from where you're from and they kind of try to speak your language and you tell them you don't? Do you understand the language? You can't just... You, you don't understand and you can't even speak.
1: Neither, yes. <laughs> wow.
0: Wow. That's wonderful. And I think this To me, though, I don't think anything is bad about that. It's just... Um, as long as you're fine with it trust me
1: yeah i mean it's not bad it's just something that i would have appreciated if i was able to um i mean there are multiple factors just looking back on why it didn't happen Mm. um Both my parents are from different states, so my dad was from Cross River State, Mm. and then my mom was, or is, from Edo State, Mm. so I guess that dynamic kind of made a huge difference in terms of like them speaking it in the home, I don't know, but that's my assumption, and then um, my dad passed when I was eight, so, so um, amen, Um, so I, I wasn't, as close to my dad's side as I would have liked. I mean, I do have cousins and relatives, but it was it just wasn't spoken in terms of my language, so I just never had that connection in that sense.
0: So. Wow. Anyway, I'm I'm really glad you shared that experience with us because it, 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 to me, too, this might sound funny to you, but I'm a Yoruba guy and I can't read my language too. I can only speak. If you tell me to read, nah, I can't even read. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, though, I can still understand... But that's it. I can't write. I can't read. I can only speak. But when I speak, you really think I really know what I'm saying. But yeah, that's that's all I have.
1: Language is very unique. Um, there are people who read and um, write, but can't speak, and there oh. are people who speak but can't write, or there are people who do both. So it's it's interesting to kind of see the interpretation. I
0: don't. I don't this is just me. I don't think you really miss a lot since you're in America right now anyway, because we speak English. So it's not <laughs> like it's not like a big, big, big deal like that to me. Uh, it it makes a lot of sense where you can really say one or two words with uh, somebody from your end without trying to speak in English. But to me, I really don't think it has any kind of value like that expe- except to kind of uh, put some kind of um, connection to, yeah, I think for me, I don't think there's any yeah. big deal. Uh, thank you for telling us that. So since that is how it is, I think I'm going to drop a couple of questions to move to the one that you can really give me an answer to. Uh, so uh, the question that I'm going to ask you is, have you ever encountered any stereotypes of misconceptions about your language, which I know you don't really speak, but what about the culture? while living in America? And how do you address or challenge them? You know, being a Nigerian-American, and have you ever experienced being a sort of stereotype about being a Nigerian? Have you, you know, how do you address it? Have you ever had one in What are the challenges that you have with it? Well,
1: for the most part, I try to keep a level head um, and not take things too personal or too hard, Mm -hmm. like, you know, some people. But um, I guess one thing that kind of stood out um, a couple of times was, um, so maybe I'd introduce myself and, you know, say I'm from Nigeria or I'm Nigerian, and then they would be like, Oh, you speak very good English for a Nigerian, and for real? Yes, and that's happened more than once, and you know, in my mind, I'm just like, well, English is our first, you know, <laughs> is is the language that's generally spoken there, but a lot of people, um, I get, I don't know if it's based off of ignorance or just a lack of awareness, and so I, I guess the assumption is. Um, of course, we have multiple languages and stuff like that, but they just don't know that much about the country and the culture. And so it's just like to see someone who is educated or um, speaks very good English is very surprising to a lot of people who are not um, black.
0: But I think in your own case, it's a, it's a blessing though, because I can tell from how you speak, maybe because you don't speak our dialect, I don't know. But your English is more clean than my own English. You know, you, you pick it right. <laughs> everything's smooth and uh, it's unfortunate you guys can't see her face but everything she says she come with a smile and that's that's a very pure thing i've, I've seen and that she's been in our midst right now but i think it's uh for me because i got a very strong accent it shows a lot and they always actually like you know can you speak slow because i feel like
1: and that was another thing too they'd be like oh well you don't have the nigerian accent and yeah. i'm like well, what is the accent? Because, I mean, we have different languages, right? And so, when people speak their different languages, you hear different accents that come from, you know, each Mm -hmm. tribe and stuff like that. So I'm like, well, what is the Nigerian language? I remember one time we had this um, handyman come to the house and my cousin and I were talking amongst, like, between ourselves. And then he paused and was like, what were we just speaking? And my cousin, we looked at him and we were like, English. (laughs) (laughs) And he was like, no, he's never heard that before. That it sounds so different, you know. But, you know, so there's always that stereotype sometimes.
0: And thank you for saying that because actually I think that's the main focus of what we're trying to do. Uh, Part of what we have our podcast about bringing awareness and bridging the gap about, you know, how we speak and how we choose our words and... Sometimes just because of how we speak, I've I've encountered where American would tell me like, "Y'all don't speak good English," and I'm like, "No, we. I think we speak the right English." Americans have slangs, and you know, I've I've been into that situation where they make me understand like, "No," and sometimes I've seen where I don't know maybe use that you know when a Nigerian is going out like I'm coming back. Mm. When you tell an American, you tell <laughs> like, "What do you mean you're coming back?" Like, nah, you don't say yeah. you're coming back. I think there's a way they say their own way like, "No, don't tell me you're coming back." I can't remember like how to Maybe say. I'll
1: be back or something, something like, like that?
0: Something like that. So, and I think that play a big role in business, jobs, relationship, a friendship, family, everything. Because sometimes things we tend to say in our own mind, they don't see that way sometimes. And what they're taking might not be what we are trying to tell them. And if you don't really articulate and tell them very well, they're taking what they think you're saying. And that affect a lot of um Friendship, and by the time they know, a lot of things have really you know piled up on that same thoughts. And like, you should have told me like this, should have do this, should have do that. But thank you for sharing that with me. And my next question is going to be How important do you think it is for a Nigerian immigrant uh, or the supporter to preserve a native language, and what benefit challenges associated with language preservation? Now, I know you don't speak,
1: I know, but. I can relate to that question. Thank you. So can
0: you can you share some view on what you have about that?
1: Um, I think it's it's very important to be able to preserve our culture, especially when you're not in the environment that encourages it, you know, or you're not in a place where you daily experience the culture, the language, the people. Um, because like now I was just thinking, you know. kids will not be able to speak my language because i i I don't speak it so um (laughs) there's no one to teach them and so you know gradually that's just gonna fade away and for me that's that's something i think about you know from time to time when it does come up um so i think it's really important because our culture is just special so at church um, on Sunday, we had International Sunday and it was just so interesting like to see the different cultures and people appreciating it. I think one thing that I've observed um, just being here in the U.S. is that I don't know if it's consciously or unconsciously, but we've been kind of taught to suppress who we are as Nigerians or as blacks to kind of fit in to the society, you know, of course, Fitting in is good and stuff like that, but we shouldn't have to give up who we are, our culture, our language, just to accommodate other people. For example, if you go to a different country or a different continent, whether it's Asia or Europe, they speak their languages with pride. And whether it's an American or whoever comes there has to work towards either getting a translator or, you know, whatever the case might be. So we shouldn't have to give up who we are just because we're in a different land, you know. I think it's something that should be appreciated and preserved as best as we can, you know.
0: Thank it, you for that. Uh, I just want to add a little something. I think you're, you're right, uh, and I'm adding my own view to that because I feel like um, the more we can embrace who we are, it helps the growth of um, our generation to come to really know how to relate with it. Because yeah. irrespective respect to what it is, the history about Americans, a lot of people are brought down by slavery and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I didn't mean really to have the connection to be able to relate themselves to who we are back home. That might have helped a lot of them to see how things better. Because yeah. I have a lot of American friends that like, you know, I don't even know where I'm from, so I'm not about to really disturb myself with that. So for us having the privilege of having, you know, where to trace ourselves to, you're right about saying we should try to preserve it in a way where our next generation can be more embracing. and. Like you said, uh, that's one of the reasons why we have our podcast because I always tell people what we're doing right now, what you're doing right now today is not for today, it's for the next generation coming after us. Like having a sense of trying to listen to some things. I know somebody have said this, and hopefully we can keep having people that will really relate and, you know, embrace and grow our culture because I tell people um, I'm not, I'm for today, which I know for a fact, I think our podcast is the only one that's trying to really bring people like you to let people know back home what we go through and our way of life and mm-hmm. things we really experience because yeah. you only see that in movie or music. You don't get to listen to things like this. Mm. We don't have, and I think if we have, it's more about um, the bad things that happen back home. <laughs> we really don't have that's anybody true. talking about um, Nigerian struggle in America. We talk about it through music, uh, yeah. maybe in sports, but I've never really seen um, people coming down to talk about it. Celebrities talk about it, that's it. And to me, I always tell people, like, whatever celebrity is saying is not a real thing that happens to daily life of people. The celebrity only have the medium of seeing a little things, and their brand may not even allow them to yeah. say too much about a thing. So, people are like me, like, you have the benefit of really telling people what we go through. And hopefully, whoever that's listening can be able to pick one or two things. Uh, my next question is gonna be I think I'm gonna be asking you, like, how important do you think is for a Nigerian immigrant? to preserve our native language, and what benefit challenge? I think that's what I asked you just now. Oh, my bad, sorry. <laughs> do you actively seek out opportunities to engage with Nigerian language, culture in America? And if so, how do you do that? I know one of you, you're right here, though. <laughs> so do you think you actively try to want to be in the midst of people that has to do things, just like you said, in church on Sunday? Yeah. You guys did, but yeah. is this something you're always willing to want to engage or you don't like to engage?
1: I think I do like to engage because um, it's a huge part of me, especially moving over um, to the United States as an adult. Pretty much the culture, um, everything was already ingrained in me. So um, it's a huge part of me that I can't just pretend <laughs> does not exist. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, if there are like events that are happening, fairs, um, I I go for those kind of things because it's just another um, opportunity to meet other people from Nigeria, just the culture in general, um, to learn more about, like, the food, um, the different languages, the clothing, you know. Because things are out there, but if you don't know, you don't know, right? Yeah, that's true. Um, So, yeah, even... So, moving from Atlanta to Texas was a huge adjustment because um, just the culture and the population is completely different. What do you um, mean it's different? Like- I guess I would say not Texas, but maybe San Antonio specifically um, is more Hispanic-oriented um, compared to Atlanta where it's, I mean, blacks are everywhere. So, since you um,
0: moved down from Atlanta to Texas, you... You haven't been to Dallas, you haven't been to Houston?
1: Oh, I have, but I mean, like, San Antonio, you know, it's just a little different. And so um, I've had to, like, start re-exploring and finding things that I can relate to, like, um, going to places where there's, like, African music or African food or just that community, having to find it here, it was easier back home where I was, you know, it yeah, was all around me. And so when there was an event, we already know what's happening. We know mm-hmm. the, um, the kind of people that would show up and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, so I think it's important. I know I, I, I work towards, like, actively being a part of it and not, you know, being ashamed of it or pretending that I'm not Nigerian. I'm very proud of Thank who I am. Woman. Thank <laughs> you.
0: Thank you. I really appreciate that. Thank you. I, I think I'm going to dab a little bit out of a language connection just to... Based on what you said, um, what has been your experience coming from Nigeria to United States about the culture of shock? You know, how have you been able to adjust, like you said, moving from Atlanta down to Texas, but at the same time, how has it been moving from Nigeria to United States of America?
1: It's been an adjustment. I, I would say I'm still adjusting because um, just change, you know, in itself doesn't happen overnight, right? Mm-hmm. Um yeah there was definitely the culture shock just seeing how things were done differently from back home. Of course, there's a lot more order. things are working here you You can't just behave anyhow. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> you true. know you have to comply with like the rules and the regulations, otherwise, you already know what would happen. Um, but I think one of the huge things was so I came here for school, mm-hmm. and so even that in itself was different um i remember one time um i had this classmate and um she she really didn't like the grade that she got you know not like they did her an injustice or anything she just didn't pass and for her it wasn't good enough and she took it all the way to like the higher ups and um made them fire the professor and i kid you not they asked her to take like a leave of absence and to come back after our class had kind of graduated and it wow. just made me realize the difference from back home. Like you, don't do you, that. Ca- you can't. <laughs> you, you don't have that audacity to no. do that kind of thing. You, you, we were more so trained to just grin and bear it and just endure what whatever was presented. And so, it, in a way, it kind of helped because I was like, "Wow, if I could go through all of that, I mean, this is a breeze for me to just you know breeze what, what, right through what, school." What do you
0: think if a Nigerian try that in America? Do you think they will get the same privilege, like the same?
1: that's a very good question well i I never tried anything (laughs) so i can't speak to that but um and i think we were just our upbringing is also a factor that's also different we just were not brought up to
0: to challenge yes
1: and so also it, it took a while for me to have to adjust um there were instances where i had to learn to like speak up um even though it wasn't convenient, but it was just more so this is a different environment. this is a different culture. you have to learn to fight and speak up for yourself as opposed to just suffering in silence. Yeah so
0: so I, I want to ask this though so you've been able to give us a wonderful review for cultural shock, but I'm trying to know the other side of you not being able to see Nigeria every time, you've not been able to you know have the kind of food you want to eat. Oh yes. so how does that mean for you? you know not being able to see every family member like you want to. You can't just go out and say I want to see my childhood friend. Like, hey, where you at? You know. Yeah. How how has that been? Being here, where everything, you know, from school. I know you're working now. How? How do you think that has been for you in your own personal experience?
1: It's been hard, Um, very hard. Um, With the food, of course, that was like the first thing that I missed, but. Um I cook so that kind of helps. I still cook like Nigeria Nigerian food, food. Yes. Oh. That's um good. but it's not the same cuz there're just some things that you just you can't, can't exactly or even if you make it here it's just not the same as back home. The taste is different, the ingredients are different. So that part has been huge um having to build new friendships you know um it's like starting from scratch and it's a lot harder (laughs) when you're an adult than when you're kids and you know you just run around and make friends with everybody around um but i've done my best to like maintain that level of connection with um my friends and family back home so I, i try not to let distance be an excuse even though it is challenging but um Doing the best I can, keeping in touch as best I can. and um, But it's hard. It, it, it's an adjustment that, you
0: know. So what, what, are, what have you been able to, how have you been able to balance that part of your life? What have you been, what are the process, what are the um, things you do that makes you, you know, balance that part of your life about the cultural shock, about things being done, about how they see us, about um, the food, about the friendship, how do you balance it in your own life that you really don't miss too much about being back home? Because I know it's good down here because of the job, is nice and everything like that. But how do you balance that part of your life?
1: Um, I think for your peace and sanity, you have to find that balance in, in, in some type of way, whatever that looks like for you. Um, otherwise, you just live a frustrated life, you know. Um, so like I said find african restaurants as best i can to still get that little bit of taste of home um keeping an ear and an eye out for like um african hangouts or events that are happening it's another avenue to connect i can't remember i think it was a couple months back um there was this fair event that was happening i just saw the flyer randomly and i just i was like you know let me go And I I went and it was really nice because um, there are a lot of Nigerians who showed up, um, a lot of restaurants that came up, a lot of clothing stores that came up. Mm. So it was just nice to see the culture in that space. Um, so buy the food, buy the clothes, um, meet new people, connect with people. Um, I met the DJ there and I was asking him, I was like, Do you know of any like African lounges that actually play like African Because sometimes, you know, I just like to go out and just So wait,
0: you're trying to tell me in San Antonio they don't have clubs, lounge that have that play Nigerian music?
1: I'm still exploring, you know, I mean it's You've been here
0: for how many months now? Over a year. <laughs> hey. I'm not supposed to use the word
1: (laughs) over a year but then um, you haven't
0: found one
1: I haven't had the time to explore. Okay, let, let me sense. put it yeah, as that. that. Not that yeah, they don't have, exist. Yes, yes. Right, that makes they're, sense. They're out there. You just Like I said, you don't know what you don't know. So um, just finding all of those things just gets you a little bit closer to home and helps you deal with everything. But the loneliness is still going to be there. The times where you just miss people, like you said, you can't just up and, oh, I want to go visit mm-hmm. whoever um, but just making the best out of the situation and just understanding that change is necessary <laughs> in mm. life and
0: yeah I, 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 I want to ask this question it's kind of tricky a little bit and the question is except from in church because I know you know I was being privileged to be in your church this Sunday and it was wonderful I don't know this is the <laughs> first time I was coming but I see people dressing different I'm like dang, this is so nice I see the Mexican too I think there was a Mexican yeah. I, I wasn't expecting that so when I saw it I was like wow that's that's really nice that they allow a different culture to, you know, yeah. bring the praise of God. But except from church, do you, have, how has it been easy to connect with people? Is it only the church or you've been, except maybe social media? And if you try, do you think Nigerians are willing to connect with you, just like how we do back home?
1: Um, I guess it's kind of harder just because of the way the community here is. It's more individualized where everybody just minds their business, you know um just because we're both black or just because we're nigerians doesn't mean we can't be friends because i don't know you like that but um you meet people wherever and you make friends wherever that that's kind of how i see life um i remember a friend of mine she went to like a walmart and um so she's ethiopian right and so she ran into this Ethiopian guys and they kind of connected and, you know, they recommended some nice spots that they could all hang out at. So you meet people at different places and you either make the decision to connect or...
0: You don't.
1: Yeah. Thank so, you for
0: that. Thank you. Yeah. Um, uh, if you're still listening, we have Joy today on our podcast. It's been wonderful having her. And like I said in the beginning, you can follow us you can check us on youtube is ctd among blacks on instagram is ctd among blacks and for every episode we've had in the past you can check us on our www.ctdamongblacks.com and moving forward uh, i'm just going to ask you this question for the privilege of people that are back home and for the privilege of people that are trying to come into the country and the question go like this based on experience moving from nigeria to the united states what would you like to tell people back home not your family member That you feel (laughs) like it's gonna help them, Uh, you know. Basically, when you come in, there's a way you thought American was, and when you get down, it wasn't what I'm I'm sure it wasn't what you expect. So having the privilege of want to talk to somebody you don't know what would you tell them? Like, how has it been? Like, if you're coming, this is what I want you to prepare your mind for. This is what I want you to think about before coming. So, can you give our audience your own view about something like that?
1: Um. I think one of the first things I would say is to keep an open mind Um, because just as how you go on vacation to a different country and you see the culture and the uniqueness. So say, for example, you go to Dubai. A lot of people like to go there for um, vacation and whatnot. Um, The culture there is completely different, right? Mm -hmm. And so you're not going there with, with the mentality of home. You're going there knowing that it's something different. So once you have that perspective, it, it helps you settle in quicker as opposed to, I think one thing that a lot of people, and I might be wrong. Um, is, oh, is this is, view? Yes, is the, um, the American dream, you oh. know, where people think everything is rosy and peachy. Yes, things work here, but every country has its issues, just like Nigeria has its issues. America has its issues. There's no perfect country that doesn't have... Um, challenges that people deal with. So I think keeping that in mind helps you to 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 come here with the more realistic um, expectations. Yes, you're still gonna experience culture shock. You're still gonna experience um, the adjustment period and adjustment phase that could take years for you to even feel like okay, I'm starting to get the hang of this. But once you're able to keep an open mind and you're open to adjusting, as well as Accepting help when it's offered or um, advice when it's given, I think, helps to make life a lot easier. As opposed to you coming with a specific mindset that you know you, no one's going to change your mind. And then you come here and life changes your mind for you.
0: <laughs> I think that's another thing I just struggle with a lot too. Because a lot of Nigerians are coming here with a mindset of how we do things back home. Yeah, and it's they stop it that different. way. And mm-hmm. I think that affect of how they want to live in this place too. Yeah. Um, so my next question is, what would you like to tell an American that would like to be a friend with Nigerians? Now, why I ask you that is this. You know, there's sometimes times I have American friends where there's a way they perceive to see us. And what would you like to tell those people, being a Nigerian, being American, that you don't know them, but you like to tell them, like, okay, next time when you come across a Nigerian, have such, such things in mind and be more open-minded, just like how you said to Nigerians. So can you give our audience that are more black Americans or black that are listening?
1: Um, there's a lot to know about us. <laughs> um, don't be shy to ask questions if you, if you don't know what, you know, if you're curious about something, ask. Um, I think at the end of the day, when it comes to, like, different cultures merging, it's just all about respect and an openness to learn. Um, Once you have that, it it makes life a lot easier as opposed to you come with your preconceived notions. Keeping an open mind and being open to learn and being curious is not a bad thing. Mm. But when you come with a specific stereotype or... Um, a preconceived notion about a culture or person or, you know, from one singular experience that kind of taints the the whole thing for everyone yeah. else in that culture. Um, so, yeah.
0: I like the last one you said, like, don't be stuck with one experience you have. Don't let that be one thing you want to hold onto to about Nigerians. Uh, I think the last question I'm going to ask you, uh, its I'm, I'm going to put it like this. For Nigerians, they're already in American, mm-hmm. but they're still struggling to embrace, like you said. And they're still finding hard to believe in the system. They still, you know, bringing more of Nigeria back into their own world. What would you like to tell them?
1: Um, it's not easy. I'm not gonna lie and tell you. Like I said, it's not always gonna be rosy and peachy. But one thing I've seen here is that if if you if you're dedicated and focused, the system works. Um, you you pay your dues. The system works for you, but it, it takes time. so don't expect a turnover overnight. I mean, miracles do happen, mm-hmm. um, but at the same time, I think it's just it's good to to keep doing what you're doing if you're on the right track, it will definitely pay off. Um, okay. The system works. you just have to work the system too mm-hmm. um, and just be focused and, and, and give it time, but in time it does pay off for sure.
0: Thank you. Thank you very much for that. I said last question, but I think I have one more <laughs> answer. I'm sorry to say this. Now, the reason why I want to ask you when you're saying this, it kind of popped in my head, is the fact that you're Nigerian, you're from Nigeria, but, you know, unfortunately, you don't speak our language. And I've been pre-opportune to come across uh, Nigeria. I was born in America, but they haven't been to Nigeria. Unfortunately, they don't speak our language, too. And for you, how you've been able to perceive yourself and you still embrace the culture, what would you like to tell those people a Nigerian with a Nigerian parent that are born in America, but they don't speak our language. They can't even speak one word. I would like you to share how, even though you said it's challenging for you, but I would like you to share your view with those people, those you know, next generation of this particular generation that are out there that are still struggling with want to be in the Nigerian community, but they don't speak a yeah. language. So, what would you like to, in your own view and experience?
1: I mean, language is just one piece of a of an individual's culture. There's so much more than. Than language that makes up a person's culture so i don't think you should let that deter you if at the end of the day boils down to interest are you really interested in being integrated into that culture if the answer is yes then that's all it takes that interest is you trying out foods. If you want to learn the language specifically, there is tons of avenues to learn. I I have a friend who is here, but he's learning to speak Yoruba and he has a teacher um, and he goes to class and learns the language. Wow.
0: That's wonderful.
1: For me, it was just, I had my own issues (laughs) with why I didn't end up speaking. I mean, I mentioned the first part there, but there were other opportunities that just didn't work out. So if you're interested and determined, anything is possible. Um, The sky is really just the starting point. Um, There's so many ways to access the culture, the people. Just keeping an open mind and knowing that, you know, the language is not the only determinant of you being an individual. Plus, there are people who are are here who have never been back home and speak the language as well. So it's all about interest. If you're interested and you have parents that speak the language, they can start teaching you, even if it's just the basics or just, you know, greetings and stuff like that or you have friends you can you know commandeer one of your friends to start teaching you the language if the language is something that you're interested in um but just be interested and explore and and you'll find what you're looking for
0: um thank you thank you thank you very much joy it's been a wonderful having you on our podcast it's been a wonderful sharing your view it's been wonderful having such a wonderful nigerian that doesn't speak nigerian but she's (laughs) you said a last thing which i'm so happy about is the fact that language shouldn't be the only thing you could connect with with africans or with your roots it's it's more than that and that's very deep for me because people i think we do too much of putting just um uh, too much um focus on just the language and like you said there's a lot you could gain not just the language and as much as you're more open-minded to it it's, it's gonna go a long way so thank you very much out of your no time to be here and shout out to all San antonio um shout out to cross river and you're from uh i want to remember your mom's side you mentioned it Edo say so for if you are edo you're listening mm-hmm. uh, joy has been here to represent in a way she called and it's been a privilege having you on our podcast i really appreciate it i Thank remain afresh and my name is Akins, and this is ctd among blacks and like i always say before we go it might not make sense right now, but trust me, if you're doing and doing the right things, staying on the right track, it's definitely going to make sense in the future. Thank you for um, joining us. I hope you've been able to open your mind to some things you know and the one you don't know. And hopefully you could join us on the next podcast. Until next, thank you to see you next time. Thank you very much.